Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 156. I'm Sean, and joined with me to my left, we have Tony Katz. Hello. Nice to see you guys again. And to my right, we have Off-Road. I drink a beer, Andy. Thank you for having me, and thank you for having me. See, so we're uh, using you know, directions and uh, things like that, because we are recording. I don't believe this will be airing anywhere. This will be on the uh, Tony's Take Vault for uh, those tours we give. But we don't know. You never know. You never know. Exactly. So we have to say that. I'm just wearing a stupid shirt and Puma pants, shorts right now. I I thought so as well. I told Tony earlier. (laughs) Really stupid shirt. Yeah. We weren't going to say anything, but now that you brought it up, (laughs) we can just... I don't think we're airing it, but... Uh, nevertheless, I, I do notice that Tony turned his serial killer cup <laughs> towards him this time. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> if, if this does get seen, what we're talking about here is that I have a mug that it was a mug that we all have. Like pretty everyone much the has same the same of. exact one. So the blue way, straw. The way we would guess tell who's is who's is we all decorated ours with stickers. So I had this weird random sticker on it first, and then I ordered a. I think it was my shining T-shirt. Of the two uh, shining girls on it with no face, and then the back says, come play with us. And it came with a sticker because it was ordered from SerialKillerShop.com. It's a good store. Which is definitely being watched by the FBI. A weird name for a store. I don't condone it, but it's like a lot of, you know, old horror stuff. And it gave me this cool sticker that you can see if you are watching this. And if you're listening to it, it just is a giant sticker that says SerialKillerShop.com and has a picture of... It's got Patrick Bateman. It's, the, it's got The Shining. It's got The Shining. It's, it's got... got uh, is that Leatherface? Uh, no, it's uh, Hannibal. And then... Um, why am I blanking on this? Freddy Krueger. Mm. And then also some... I can't tell if that's... It looks like it could be Chucky. And then, oh, I'm for the first time, I'm noticing this is the ghost face. Is that yeah, from Scream? Yeah, so... Uh, Funny sticker, but uh, kind of. But uh, it was just the fact that uh, our sports episode—it was just facing the whole time. And now I have it facing <laughs> so, again. Yeah, I'm, I was sitting there quiet because it's it's the football talk before my Jeep commercial up bit, and I noticed you're wearing your it T-shirt and your serial killer sticker. Yes, pointed at the camera. Also, also we didn't know we were. Stuff. If this does end up uh, being seen for the viewers, we didn't even know we were airing. This is we were until not about like five minutes before we. Started so I mean I didn't have time to change or like you know look good for the camera. Which Executive the producer f- Luke got a new camera. In the future, I will make sure I look a little more presentable for the camera. You know, maybe maybe even put a little wax in my mustache. We'll Ooh, see. You never right. know. I'm gonna go ahead and guess this is not gonna be uh, ever shown. Yeah, this is gonna go um, to the. Uh, there's a big archive. thing I'm looking at right now that I would assume our producer would be pissed about, and that is you have a green beer bottle <laughs> with his green screen. <laughs> he's gonna have a, he's gonna be pissed. <laughs> well, I thought you were getting a truly. Well, I don't know. I got these Heinekens, <laughs> and uh, they were given to me from my well, dad from a Super Bowl party. So I, I don't ever drink Heineken. I mean, this just tastes like. Oh, what about Andy's green, green shirt? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that green. It's it forest green. Yeah, it's pretty green. And your sweatshirt's kind of green. It's, it's not, Andy. Green. Now that I look at it, you're a little green. <laughs> Well, we'll see how this goes. Uh, I can already tell you, not good. Yeah, <laughs> but for the people listening, you know, we're, exactly. we're still here. We do our best still to paint our a picture with our uh, our words. So, uh, all right, well, let's get into it. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast because we talked about the Super Bowl, and we also talked about my ten day contract with the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, tune in to find out more about that. And check out our uh, Tony's Dot Take Instagram because we're going to have my uh, logo shot from uh, Staples Center on there tomorrow or today as you're listening, depending on what day it is. I don't even know. All right. Well, Adam Sandler didn't get nominated for Uncut Gems. He vowed to make shit movies for the rest of his career. Andy, tell us more. Uh, And he has got the place to do it. He has signed a new deal with Netflix for four more movies. $275 $275 million, so this God is not damn. what he's making. It's probably production costs, but if you've seen any of these movies, you know they're probably made for like 30 bucks outside of his friend's <laughs> salaries. I mean, the most expensive part is booking the Expedia hotels and airfare to, you know, Aruba. Yeah, I mean, one of them was in Hawaii. Um, you know, one of them was that Western, so none of them were really good. I think the Hawaii one is like the best one. 
was uh, Fifty First Dates? No, no, the, the one where they're like David on Spade. the boat, right? Oh no, no, that the one on the boat was not part of his original deal. Oh, I know. What you're was that the do over? Yeah, there's the scene where they're having like the three way, right? And the guy's like, "Don't look at me," or something like that. I don't even remember. I've seen the do over. That wasn't yeah. his movie though. That was good, actually. No, Better. No, that was part of his. The four movies part of his deal were were the western, the do over, the wedding one with Chris Rock, hmm. and then that Sandy Wexler thing. Oh, that was a horrible so, piece of crap. Well, the do-over is the only one of those that I saw. Yeah, and I don't think I hated that one, but I also didn't think he yeah, made Yeah, I don't that. think I did either. Because hmm. there was kind of like a little bit of twist, like it wasn't like he was who he was saying he was or something like that, right? Yeah, because he was actually a spy, and David Spade was just kind of like the loser. And he, But he was a spy. Somewhere in there, someone had like cancer, though, right? That's 50-50. I'll need to watch it again. He's done so many movies at this point, like they all run together. Yeah, like, they're all the same. Where the, his memory was gone. It's like, no, that was not even him. That was Drew Barrymore. It's like, oh, shit. I like 50 First Dates. <laughs> 50 First Dates is a good one. But yeah, he he promised us, and he's he's going to follow through on it. <laughs> Bad movies? Yeah, I can't even imagine what he... And if he's if he wanting to make... two solid ones, that would be a huge upgrade. Well, Won't happen like ever. One being just like decent half, yeah. like half solid. One will be watchable at best. Uh, you said four total? Yeah. So three are going to be just heaping gargantuan piles of shit. Which I actually prefer to the uh, the murder mystery one, which is that was the one in Europe on the yacht and stuff, where it's like that wasn't bad at all, but it wasn't good. You know, it's unfortunate. So, so we both attended a murder mystery party at the start of the year. I didn't know about that movie. I would have watched it for it's, that well, reason. It's not about a murder mystery party. It's literally a murder. Yeah, there's so, actually like a murder that happens on the boat. Well, I don't like the title then. Well, it still is a literal murder mystery. Yeah, so it's just not, they're not at a party and it's not. Planned. It's They're a on a boat and the lights go out, and then when they come back on, someone's, someone's been killed. Dead. Sounds like a murder Cla- mystery party to me. Clue well, scenario. it's a murder mystery. It's just not a party. Yeah, because it's a real murder. Well, it was a party on a yacht. So let's just yeah. say you were so at was your party, mystery. Sean, and the lights went out. And the person and actually was, died. Someone was dead. Would that still be a party? Well, I mean, in Saved by the Bell murder mystery, well, you know, we referenced Saved by the Bell way too much. <laughs> So I have never even seen oh, it by the bell. I remember uh, at, after the Super Bowl, they had that mass singer, and I'm like, that's Zach Morris. Oh, I was yeah. adamant. People were like, who the fuck is that? So I watched a good five minutes of it. I saw the turtle, I think it was, come yeah. out, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like I, I was like, oh, I'm, this is Aziz Ansari, of course. And He's not I guess you on. don't even find out till the end of the season. Yeah, I don't know how well, it works. Well, it's by like episodes. Like someone gets like voted off and that. stuff. I mean, it's like... Why would I want to listen to someone sing a song that I can hear on my phone that sounds how it's supposed to be sounding? Those costumes are kind of cool, but they're also like Power Rangers. And well, it's, yeah, just, it's, it's also the Power fact Rangers. that it's like who's behind it, and then they like guess, and then it's like, could it be this? Could it be that? And then it's like, oh shit, it was that person. We didn't even know you could sing. Mm. Well, again, the only way I'd watch it is if I was getting paid, you know, eighty grand an episode to judge the person singing. Then I'd watch it. Uh, I don't think we can arrange that. What if they paid you? 30 grand per episode. You, you wouldn't be in. Nope. Honestly, dude, if they gave me like 50 bucks <laughs> to watch and I'd be down. I need at least 70. I don't even get out of bed for anything less than that. Yeah, I mean, after agents' fees and stuff like that. Yeah, come on. Making, Everyone yeah. has to wet their beak. All right, well, we'll look forward to watching dumb shit from Adam Sandler on Netflix uh, soon. Do we know when the first one comes out? Do we know anything about them at this point? Probably not, right? No, if they just sign the deal, you know. I don't think he's sitting on like nine screenplays. But, you know, maybe he is. I honestly don't even think he sits on screenplays. I think he just, like, would go to, like, a coffee shop with his wife, David Spade, and Kevin Heffernan. And they're just going to sit, Kevin James. Kevin Heffernan. You know who I'm talking King about. of Queens. Yeah. Um, and he just says, hey, guys, like, any places you want to go travel to this year? It's on Netflix. And then they just yeah. decide, and then that's where they go. And then they just bring a camera crew and cha. All right. Let's talk about bankruptcy. Andy, do you have something to confess to us? Uh, no, I'm, I'm in a good financial financial position, but there is oh. a, uh, a a movie company, we'll, we'll call it, that uh, is not, that filed for bankruptcy. Uh, something that was very very involved in our early days of our podcast. Yeah. We talked about the name of Carter. We, took, we talked about MoviePass a whole lot. Carter was one of the... Uh, Pioneers. Early adopters, he really got in there. He uh, really contributed to their financial mess by going to a movie. I think every hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he actually he, was. I was just talking to him the other day, and he was uh, was on a Saturday, and we were talking about maybe getting together 
later that evening and then I had followed back up with him and he's like, Oh no, I think me and the wife are just going to go to go to the movies and then go there. So he's still, uh, he's still a big movie guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, so I just want all our, our loyal, loyal visitors yeah, that listen to us on to an know. iPhone many moons ago that remember Carter's voice. He is still a big movie guy. Yeah. I think, uh, he was very smart to get in on that while it lasted. Didn't it start like five ninety nine a month or something? It was something like that. And like, oh, get in. That's crazy. Like, yeah, and it's been it's surprising that it lasted this long because they just kept being like, oh, they're doing this. And yeah, then I thought they went under a long time. They're ago. like, oh, we're restricting it, or you got to take pictures of shit to prove you're a real person, and all this like crazy <laughs> shit they were doing. And I was like, this is not going to work. It's like, how many streetlights do you see in this photo? <laughs> yeah. Like nine pictures. It's like you got to buy at least one Slurpee. Or icy, sorry. You get icy at the movie theater. Come on, Andy. Uh, or else you don't get your ticket. It's like they were doing weird shit like that. Yeah. I've lately I've been going to the movies a lot more just because it's it's kind of fun. And these theaters are amazing now. They're all like recliners. Yeah, our, our local and, theater they've redone also to make it all like recliners and stuff. So it's So it's it's fun. Nice. And yeah, I mean you can get a beer too, so it's 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 relaxing on it like a Friday night. Um had I known that you know existed back then for so cheap, I probably would have been more inclined. And now I know AMC does one, and I think it's like twenty dollars a month. Yeah, Carter actually said he's on uh, Regal's one, so they all do like a club, and you get you know discounts, and you get this many tickets or whatever. So. And yeah, I mean it's actually not that. I don't know the specifics of it. It's not that bad if you go to two movies a month, even for twenty bucks. Yeah. Well, especially yeah, if you're getting the uh, so movies, I think fifteen dollars if it's not on matinee. If you do get food and you get that like 10% or 20% discount or whatever that could add up because popcorn I think is $19 yeah I don't I, I don't even like well, it popcorn. should be because a bag of Skittles is 12 yeah. <laughs> one time at the theater I was buying the tickets online you know ahead of time and it must have been like a, a promotion or something it was add on a uh, flatbread pizza for five bucks and I did and it was delicious and it was big it was filling I think it's normally like a $13 uh, item yeah pretty rad yeah, at our local theater I went to, they don't have any flatbread pizzas. They have those, uh, you know, pre-made Pizza Hut ones. Mm, like, this is ah, a fancy AMC. I like Pizza Hut, but this did not. No, this, Pizza Hut's gross. Well, I like Pizza what Hut. You in third grade? I, I prefer Pizza Hut to Domino's, and especially to Papa Honestly, John's. I, don't, I really don't care for either of those. I liked Pizza Hut when I was a child. Pizza Hut Thin Crust is still very good. I think me. I had Pizza Hut a couple of years ago, and literally food poisoning. I was dead. Uh, I think that's overrated. No. You getting food poisoning doesn't well, scare me <laughs> <laughs> what would you have gotten uh, food poisoning from on the pizza? Just artificialness. <laughs> shit. Oh, boy. Sheer shit. Fake oils that they put on there? Yeah, it's, it's very oily pizza. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like what you're getting. Um, where are we going with this? <laughs> we were talking about Movie Pass, and then we pivoted to my flatbread pizza from AMC. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I honestly thought Movie Pass was gone. I know, didn't they get reacquired an, uh, a while ago, and now they're... Yeah, this is official Chapter 7 bankruptcy. This is the big time. Like, we're done. So what happens after Chapter 7 bankruptcy? Like, what does that even Eight, mean? usually. What? Eight? It just goes up a level. Eight? <laughs> uh, it means you're dissolved. Like, your company's gone. But as the, like, the individual or like the people, how do they like bounce back? Well, so that? investor gay due to the top is yeah. going to clear house. He's going to make, I don't know if they're a publicly traded company, but he's going to make, what, $21 Well, on I mean, share. the company no longer exists. The people that work there don't have jobs. Straight up boiler room, you know? You're just gone. They're on to the next Ponzi scheme. So the person that owned that company to begin with, he just, I fucked up. They might have paid themselves a big salary over the years. Yeah, you that's what know. they did. And then he's going to, it's the same guy that did, uh, Fire Festival. Yeah. So, on to the next one. So sad. Okay, we do have some glorious, triumphant news. Someone is returning to the Mighty Ducks, and we are not talking about Sean Weissman. Yeah, we're not even talking about the Anaheim Ducks, because they're no longer the Mighty Ducks, but uh, Disney Plus, bringing back the Mighty Ducks. So, will it be a TV show? I believe so. Maybe, maybe a six episode. But the Emilio Estevez? With Gordon Bombay, Emilio nice. Estevez coming that back. can't be that hard of a get, right? Uh, just don't ruin it for us. Like, I know, but I, I'm, I'm absolutely a fan of his. But I'm wondering, is he behind this, uh, the camera these days? or uh, I, think he, he I think he has directed some stuff, yeah. Because, I mean, what was the last thing you saw, man? Bra- uh, Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh, I think he made stuff since then. But. Uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. I love that movie. That if if you guys at home have not seen that movie, making fun of Lethal Weapon and probably a couple other movies at the time, it is 
fantastic. Yeah, I, I like that the uh, the Estevez brothers had competing parody movies back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. So it shows that one of the last movies he was in was in 2018 called The Public. I mean, who knows? There's so many movies that get made. It's just yeah. I mean, we just don't see yeah, it. Yet. Last movie he 67 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So oh. I mean, not good, not bad. Okay, but then yeah. So look at this. Then not since 2012, and he made a a TV short, and it got released you know April 5th. 2019. I believe he made a movie about the guy who killed John Lennon. Is that the way? I don't know, but Bobby. Yeah, he made a Bobby Kennedy movie. Remember that? Yeah, The Outsiders. Mm. I need to find what that movie was called. I think I had Jared Leto or something as that weird guy. As the guy Maybe that I'm killed just him? dreaming some weird shit. But. Yeah, so he hasn't repro- uh, had the role of D3 Mighty Ducks since 96. I, I'm surprised it was that recent. That was an old movie. That was D3. Yeah. So I believe I'm in Mighty Ducks 2. Might be Mighty Ducks 3. I don't know what that means. You're in it? Yeah. So at the time of filming, they're filming at the pond, right? And it's okay to say it without you correcting me because it was the pond at the time. And uh, I guess me and my siblings were in the stands. And I don't remember this, but my brother said a bunch of cardboard people were in the stands, but not oh, all yeah. of them. Yeah, they so, have to do that. Uh, that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, so you can never see yourself knew. in the movie? I don't know. I don't I think never so. never knew. I was on TV last night at the Clipper game. <clears throat> Sat next to... Uh, you know, my boy, uh, City Slickers. What? <laughs> What's his name? I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh, uh, fucking... Uh, Billy Crystal. Yeah. Yeah, I sat next to Crystal. Were you really that close to him? No, I don't even know where he sits on it, so that's an Andy question. I was looking for him. Andy, I feel like Andy's going to go to the game tomorrow night, or tonight, uh, on Wednesday, Wednesday night. It's, they're all going to know him somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Kennedy, you're back. Oh, it's been it's been a while. We've got yeah, your had, nachos and your uh, <laughs> Mountain Dew. Your Mountain Dew Mountain over there Dew for code you. Code purple or something. Oh, a special kind. <laughs> Clippers exclusive code purple. <laughs> your purple and white Mountain Dew, sir. <laughs> with, with a couple cherries, just the way you like it. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. How long has it been since you uh, had season seats? Oh, probably since 14, 15, maybe. Because, yeah, you took me. For like my twenty fifth or I feel like that was right birthday. around the time when I like met you. Yeah, because I feel like I don't when I really knew you. I don't think you had had like the season t- uh, tickets. But then again, I feel like it was when would it, it would have been around like two thousand thirteen. We had them from like eleven to yeah like fifteen or something. Oh, then probably maybe you just didn't oh. go as much anymore, or maybe you did. I mean, yeah, we we you know through the whole family and I didn't go that much. How many tickets? Like two or four? Two. Yeah, so that's why. So and they were half season too, so they were. Uh, uh, so you're 20, only getting 20 like twenty games. something games. Yeah, which is enough. It's it's not that fun. Oh yeah, getting down there. Oh, I know. I've uh, went to a couple Kings games over the last few years. That's been like the only time I've gone to Staples Center over the last like five years. And it's, I agree. I mean, it, it's. I think what's always kind of fun about it is when you actually go on like a random like like what you guys are doing tomorrow, like a Wednesday or Thursday night when it's like you're getting close to the weekend. And you just kind of indulge on a night where you're like, hey, I'm going to be out late. I'm going to have a few drinks, maybe get a little buzz. If I don't behave myself, maybe get pretty fucked up. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Not saying that's going to happen to you guys. Well, I mean, I don't put it past Andy tomorrow to maybe get a little buzz. He's driving. Are you, Andy? Yeah, but you could still get him. <laughs> Come on, Andy. What? You could have a beer. And then Goddamn Tesla car over here. <laughs> it's worst case, Sean can drive it back. <laughs> I, okay, I don't, I don't know. Not admitting to something. All right. I don't know what you mean by buzz. It's like, oh, you can have a Also, beer. I think we've learned. I mean, Andy drives better, I think. No, no. <laughs> I'm done a little drunk. Okay, we're talking about Emilio Estevez. <laughs> hey, that's appropriate. Doesn't he get drunk driving at the beginning of that that movie? Yeah. Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Does he? I don't remember. Yeah, that's I why he used to go to charity. That's why he even asked to be a coach. <laughs> Community <laughs> service. Let's go to charity. <laughs> that's it, Emilio. You're going to charity. <laughs> That's going to be the last we see you. Uh, well, I like that. I mean, I think that'll be a really cool thing for for Disney Plus. Oh, they got to do it. They just have to. Just we, and we know for sure they're not going to get the goalie. <laughs> yeah. I think they could. Uh, they just got to get them. Uh, you know, get, get them sober. How do we keep stealing shit? Um, but yeah, I wonder how many people they bring back. Zero. Uh, you think so? It's going to be kids. What do you think it's it's going to even be? I mean, yeah. is it going to be Emilio coaching these kids again? He uh, commits cyber crimes and he gets sentenced to charity. Okay. 
Well, how did uh, I've only seen the first one? I only saw that like within the last year. What uh, what even happens in like the second or third? Like, how do they end all this to even like set up well, anything? I don't remember, but they become like better. They're not the underdogs as much anymore. Well, yeah, once they got that one kid from the other team, yeah. what was his name? Uh, the big kid, Buzz. The one that's good. The one that uh, they remember. take from the good team. And he plays for them. That happens in every kid's sports movie. <laughs> yeah, but he's like the... Oh, my God. Now it's going to bug me off. It's like it. the Italians from that soccer one. Yeah, people, are yelling at, people are yelling at their radio right now, shouting the answer to <laughs> yeah. me. Is it uh, Charlie Conway? I think it is. But let me look for sure. That was Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Pacey. No, it's... No, Pacey was from the start. He was kind of the nice yeah, kid. And, it's this guy who plays... Uh, by the way, you can watch D3 on uh, HBO. I won't, but... Just letting you know. I, I'm pretty sure that one's terrible. Adam Banks. He was the one. Banks. He was on the other team. And then, uh, I don't know, I think the coach, like, I forget what happened. Like, he maybe just abused him or something. Said he wasn't good. And then he was like, you think I'm not good, coach? Well, watch me on this team. And then he went to the Ducks. And then they ended up winning. And that kid ended up being Paul Correa, So That's what a career. <laughs> he aged 10 years. And <laughs> Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Pretty good uh pretty good story. Yeah, well, uh we'll be like, "Hey, Emilio." Exactly. That's probably the last thing he he was relevant. Yeah. Breakfast Club? That's Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> okay, uh, we do have some more old but new news. Okay. okay. <laughs> and uh I actually I'm going to tell you the movie and then I'm going to tell you a tweet I saw and why I'm so proud of that tweet. Uh, you know, what, really quickly before you get into it, you know what that just reminded me of when he did that is when we used to do like a little like game show on here when you were like, all right, Anthony, I'm going to name you something. You tell me. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Real or not. That was fun. And if we honestly, obviously, we are doing a little test video run right now, but when we eventually do get into video, that would be fun to kind of do. Oh, yeah, just do them outside the podcast? Do more of little stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. We can do video, video things where you can put like the people on the wall and oh, you yeah. can do all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah, we are going to do all kinds of shit. Yeah. Okay, so I am referring to a uh, a fifth and final Lethal Weapon starring Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. And uh, Rob McElhenry yeah. of Always Sunny Fame tweeted this four days ago on his uh, standard Twitter. Sorry, boys. I already, already handled this one. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Of course, you know, on a, uh, I don't know which episode, but of Always, uh, Always Sunny in Philly, they m- make their own lethal weapon didn't they do two of them they did like two or three i feel yeah. like and uh devito plays this native american <laughs> evil man who just wants to have a nude scene <laughs> i like the, the shower scene <laughs> it's so good yeah. um but yeah so that's true uh, lethal weapon is coming out uh joe pesci coming back you know maybe i mean he's back and he's back acting so he is why not um i'm fine with this yeah, you could you could make old people action movies still. Like, you got to be careful, but I think it's doable. Like Keanu's like ninety two. People just didn't realize. It just drinks nothing yeah. but green John tea. John Wick still works. So, <laughs> and uh, everyone will always be afraid of Mel Gibson. Like, yeah. So I mean, the last Lethal Weapon uh, 4, 1998. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be so many jokes about you know Danny Glover was too old for this. In 1987 or whatever. The yeah, so the first one's 87. Number two is 89. Number three, 92. I was going to say, he was too old when he adopted uh, Joseph Lovett Gordon. Yeah. Gordon. What? What was his name? Joseph Lovett, Joseph Lovett Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? Switch it. Yeah. Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> I don't, did he adopt him at the end? Oh, yeah, he adopted both of them. I thought he just adopted the black kid. There's some last questions. <laughs> You stay at the foster home. Your cool motorcycle dad will come back for you eventually. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was the thing, huh? Yeah, Kenny Powers' dad. brother. Was it? Yeah. That's a good movie, honestly. Angels in the Outfield. What I, mean, I always forget not, about that movie. What? It probably yeah, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. <laughs> what, what I, okay, but what I will say, what I always forget about that movie is the right fielder was uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And Adrian Brody was in it. I feel like that was before he was Matthew McConaughey. Well, it was his post. Uh, uh, Isn't like Tony Danza also? Yeah. 
But Tony Danza was a big star. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm getting at. But I know Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey was, was post yet. Days and Confused at that point. But yeah, he's still not. But he wasn't. Like, what was his, like, break breakthrough? Was it Days and Confused? Um, I mean, that was the first thing he was really in. Like, what, like a starring role? I'm trying to think. Hmm. That's an interesting question. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you right now. So, going off of my phone these days, since we're recording... We don't have our computers in front of us. These oh, days. it was a uh, yeah. Days contact. Con- contact was a big one for him. Days and Confused is ninety three. That's his first. Otherwise, he was in Unsolved Mysteries. Angel- I'd love to see that episode. Angels in the Outfield thirty three percent. He was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. Oh, yes. Okay. <coughs> so Angels in the Outfield was a year later. He was also in My Boyfriend's Back. Another and one. He contact. plays. So it goes Contact. He plays big. Guy Number Two. Yeah, big role for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know when. Uh, Maybe it was just his looks that got him up there for a while. Because a lot of these 90s movies of his aren't Yeah, Andy, like Contact crazy. is 97. Yeah, that's like it was, that was probably his big first starring role in a big-time movie. Mm. I think it was Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. Those shows scared me as a kid. Although, hey, two for the money in 2005. I loved that Pacino. movie. I like that, that movie, That was too, perfect obviously. timing for me because I was into sports betting. I was a little fifteen-year-old kid, and uh, I was like, "Oh, give me a, uh, give me twenty-one dollars on the Sixers. <laughs> They're gonna cover that spread. <laughs> it's all the money in the world for me, you know." What I like about that movie, though, is it's based on a true story. Yeah, my life. Yeah, isn't all stories true? <sighs> when you write that them. movie, is based on a real, a true story, and don't give me any of this like <laughs> weird stuff so i think we were pivoting from <laughs> lethal weapon five yeah because we got yeah into, we were talking yeah. about danny glover being too old and yeah. we were saying he was too old when he adopted joseph love it gordon the gordon love it okay the uh last little bit of news before we get into uh box office numbers i don't know if you guys watched the super bowl or paid attention during the commercials but i feel like i saw this commercial for it seven times give or take for Lego Masters on Fox with Will Arnett as the host. And basically, if you didn't see the commercial, it basically has these like you know very talented artists, if you will, who can construct exquisite sculptures and you know towns, what have you, of Legos, out of Legos. And it's a you know a competition. You have to make a, a better one at a time or whatever. And uh it looks like the losers gets theirs bashed in, kind of like Charlie McDennis. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I don't understand. I don't get who would... Why would you watch someone build a Lego? So these types of shows are so popular. Like, you know, the Great British Bake Off is, I think, the number one show in all of the world. You know what? You know how to get me to watch oh, that show? Right behind the scenes. You get to eat the food at the end? Yeah, make the food presentable and then, like... And it just downloads it. into your mouth? Like, oh, that's good. I'll eat it myself, but... Yeah. I don't need to watch a deliciousness get made that I can't I can't actually eat. Oh, I like it. I like watching, you know, Guy Fieri just go out somewhere and just eat a cheeseburger. Do you like it because you can then you know, maybe you learn a thing or two about You know, I don't know why I like the things I like. <laughs> you ever ask yourself that question? Yeah, I mean, yeah, why do I like seeing Guy Fieri I, go out to a diner somewhere? I actually believe that about you, Andy, because you've been a Clipper fan so long. <laughs> <laughs> what was there to like? <laughs> Hey, they had Elton Brand. But hey, my dad and uh, his roommate, they watch the cooking channel all the time. And I think it is people that actually like to cook. They, yeah, if you learn and you can, you know, yeah. and then it is implement like, it you know, into you your... see those things. And I think some people want to continue to see Guy Fieri eat that stuff and just wonder how he hasn't dropped dead yet. <laughs> oh, it's never going to happen. Uh, yeah, of course. I think food, honestly, like Andy has said before, with uh, we've mentioned the Ralph's chicken story plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Like Coronavirus just, last week. Food just hits people differently. Some people, like food was, you could, it was meant for them. It's meant for all of us, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't that know. was deep, Obviously, though. Some people just do it better than others, you know? I just think, like, it affects people differently is what I'm getting at. Is like, mm. maybe something that would go straight through you doesn't go straight through Andy. I tend to have a sensitive stomach. Yeah. but <laughs> So, the Lego show. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch it, but I like that it exists. Why? I like Will Arnett. I like that he's Lego Batman, and he gets to be doing more. Yeah, Lego I think stuff. that part's cool, but I'm I just don't see this ever being a thing. I would. Oh, you know, watch, I, but no, I don't watch anything. So Gordon Ramsay has nine television shows on Fox. Alone. That can't be true. I don't know if it's true, but it's close. It's got to be thirteen. Yeah, he 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 owns that network at this point, so it, it makes sense that just all their shows will just be that. 
Him being but, successful on a show makes me wonder why there's not more Dick's Last Resorts. What? Isn't that the restaurant where they're dickheads to you? Is that what it's called? I think I so. Know. There's a lot of things that do that. and I would never want to go to that like, restaurant. That's in like Vegas, right? They have a few. Yeah. I think I'm there's one in San that. Diego. I know for sure one's in Vegas. I just, it would be I kind just, of interesting to get like hammered and go. I don't think so. I, why do I want to go to a place where some guy's going to be an asshole to me? Uh, because it doesn't matter. In I'll the go end. to the DMV. And DMV's fine. You just got to know what you're doing, right? Mm. Well, I don't get my, my feelings hurt about people. Like, I don't need good service. I never, not, never have. I already know what I need. Just no uh, cherry cola. Yeah. yeah, we had actually our service last night at a, a birthday little event thing was uh, not very good. It was like it just like from the moment we closed out, like we got to go boxes and closed out. And yeah, we ordered a little dessert thing for our buddy's birthday. But from that moment of it being clear that like, OK, it's time for the checks and to getting the checks and paying out was probably like 40 minutes. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's On different. Monday? You yeah. know, holding you up. But like someone who's like really friendly, I don't need that shit. Yeah. Like, so you don't like going inside Chick fil A? She want a robot? Yeah, I don't like it. It's creepy. Honestly, I agree with that. That is creepy because it gets to the point where it's like, what like, do they really want here? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know. It's just too cold. They give you for little Bibles. Like, I don't like when banks greet you. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Have you been to a bank lately? I go from time to time. So I, I went to a, a B of A the other day. I hate Bank of America. And it actually kind of looked like these commercials where, like, this is now a coffee shop where you could do your banking. Yeah, there's like one teller behind it, you know, plexiglass uh, missile proof thing, and then a couple of couches and like, it's weird. I don't know. I, 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 I it makes sense. I guess you don't need eighteen tellers anymore because I guess you really only have people catching yeah, so the, their paychecks these the, days. Where I go to a lot is is a uh, Chase, and I go there a lot for like <clears throat> my work to get a change and whatnot. And yeah, they only have two windows in there and then yeah when you first walk in there is four little chairs and yeah, that you can lounge weird. at and then uh, what andy is saying is sometimes you do get like those people that greet you and i've always it's always like oh, what are you doing today ma'am oh i'd like a to get a to do a deposit oh well have you met our six atms over here that can do it yourself it's yeah it's really strange because whenever you you answer like oh what do you need today i'm like i need this like oh just go to the it's like i was already going to go there like what the fuck yeah but some people honestly do just sit in line still and it's like it would just be so much faster because i think some people just they don't know how to work those machines or they don't even care to not like even about the machines learn. like to the actual the teller there yeah but oh, maybe yeah. you're looking for a What's home a, loan what do you maybe need to do today a a, well i know where to go i'm not stupid i know the loans are with the people sitting at the desks and i know if i need to make a deposit it's the guy there like it's not yeah. that hard yeah i know but i mean hey it's their job yeah. at the time i think when i think those are the days when it's like maybe they're slower overstaffed it's like hey just get the, the worst the is when there's a big line and they have the greeter and oh. it's like well i'm not trained to do that he's like what how could i help you and it's like well deposit he's like oh well you gotta wait in line and Andy, it's funny you say <laughs> that because i've seen that <clears throat> i've seen that so many times where it's like they they want to throw you a life raft and then it's like yeah. oh i'm sorry you're just gonna have to wait for these yeah. eight people the worst experience i ever had at the bank while we we're talking about it because you saying that about like how there isn't that many tellers anymore reminded me of this was probably about six years ago when i was living with uh, wrecking ball joe and carter and I would go to, this was before Venmo and stuff like that. So when it would go to pay rent oh, and stuff, sucked. I had to do like, I would go to the bank and it would be a direct deposit into the, our landlord's account. And I would go in there and uh, I remember there was one time where they had like those, that bank at the time had like six or like eight tellers. Yeah. And there was a time where it was like the first Monday of the month and it was about two o'clock. And so half of them were on their lunch break. I shit you not. There was probably only two bankers. Or two tellers, I'm sorry. Oh, that's a busy time, and too. And probably 15, 20 people in line. And to the point where, like, I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then, like, people were getting very impatient, like, you know, telling me, what's going on? And someone's like, I'm sorry, like, people are at lunch. You know, it's like, yeah, well, I mean, come on. It's the first fucking Monday of the month. Mm-hmm. I remember I sat there, and I was for I was probably in that line for a half hour at least. And it was, like, at the bank. It's not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Banks are, it's like the, when you get a car. It's like you want, like, you're led to believe like when you sit down, like you're opening an account or something or you're getting a car, it's like you're led to believe like, yeah, we'll be out here in 20 minutes. And then, you know, three and a half hours go by and you're like, well, hope you enjoyed your experience. Well, I also just believe I'm on the, uh, the under the assumption that a bank gets robbed every like 90 minutes. So I don't want to be in there when the North Hollywood shootout part two <laughs> takes place. You know, you know? what's funny is I have Get never once been in a bank where that has crossed my mind. But although I go to the banks in f- you know fairly nice areas. I don't really. Doesn't I, matter. I worked at the Rouse right here as a kid, and I would hear it like almost twice a month. The bank bank right the, next to it got un, robbed. The Union Bank one? No, it was uh, the Wells. 
Well, the Union Bank one that was that's there. That's uh, Luke's aunt. Producer Luke's aunt was at gunpoint. See, our buddy's mom told you banks. It's like that Ryan Reynolds movie that's coming out where like he lives in a cartoon world where everyone's a villain. Yeah. It's like that with banks. I really don't think there's been They're a always getting robbed. Someone's backing a school bus into them. You know what's and crazy? And they're all dressed in clown masks. There was a, the chase over there on Chapman Avenue when it like first it opened up. One of our, uh, uh, a girl that we went to school with because it was like our senior year. She worked there for a little bit and they got robbed one time. And the way they did it too is it was literally just a post-it note. Oh, the old man and the gun. And put it mm-hmm. underneath and it was basically like, oh shit, dude. Uh, that's the thing with banks. I mean, it's like you're at least behind that glass now and stuff. Well, now but, you are, yeah. But it is, uh, the reason why working at a bank would be difficult also on top of the fact of like, you know, obviously in the back of your head and getting robbed is always a thought, but it's when things don't go people's ways, it's like people are very impatient when it comes to stuff with their money. So it's like, mm-hmm. I've, I've been there multiple times where you see somebody can't like deposit something or they have to like do this and this and they just get, it's like, there's no even like fuse it's just like the moment you don't get what you're wanting for with your money at that time it's just an immediate eruption oh, yeah. an immediate eruption and you just people are freaking out and stuff and i've been there multiple times right your people just yell my fr- a friend of mine used to work there too and i remember one guy was just calling her like kind of like stupid or something one time and i was just like holy shit dude a bank also especially where we are here like there's a lot of money in this area and banks i feel like you're always going to have like a really poor person Right next to a really rich person. I feel like those two sets of people are always at a bank. <laughs> you know, like one of them's depositing their check from, you know, one of their investment properties that's a rental. The other person is pulling out the money so that they can pay for the rental. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely true. I hate going to a bank. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know how we really went on that tangent, but should we get into a box office numbers? Okay. All Probably right. Never Not asked. much. We got not much, in fact. Uh, Andy is right. So, Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, Bad Boys for Life did $17.8 million. Number two, uh, Swift dropped to $9.8 million for 1917, followed up by Doolittle at 7.8. Gretel and Hansel only did 6.2. And that's its opening weekend, by the yeah. way. Uh, we also played the game on that, so we'll come back to that in a second. The Gentleman did $6.1 million, followed by Jumanji, Rise of Skywalker, The Turning, Little Women, and The Rhythm Section uh, doing $2.9 million. The Rhythm Section is one of the worst wide openings of all time. 30% rating as well. Yeah. Um, okay, so I said we'll go back to The Turning. Or no, not The Turning. Uh, Gretel and Hansel and play the game. So uh, Andy, off-road. You gave the movie a 55. Tony Katz, you gave it a 38. And I gave it a 33. And I know who won. Gretel and Hansel is rotten at 58. So hats off. Hats off. No, he gave it a 55. Oh, very close. Hats off to Andy. That's always why we make him go first, because I think he just, he knows. Whenever a horror movie, especially one that, like, that looks awful like that, is in, like, the... 60s range-ish I'm always like it makes me intrigued because it's like a horror yeah. movie is typically never going to be a 80 plus no very so rare. when you honestly like so what's good for a horror movie is like seven like six high maybe mid to high 60s to 70s and then obviously if you get anything above like 80 plus you're like oh shit this is going to be really good because typically they are in like the 40s and 50s I feel like but when you go to horror movies, it's like you're there to get scared. You're not really there for like a good dialogue most of the time. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the little suspenses are fun. Like, you know, obviously, The Sixth Sense and The Others or anything M. Night Shyamalan has ever done. I like how you said his last name. I always do it like that. I've been doing that forever. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalama. Shyamalalalalalam. Um, Okay. Well, let's uh, look at what's opening up this week. Andy's favorite movie, The Birds of Prey. No score yet. Yeah. I've read great things about it, too. I'm surprised there's no score out yet. Do you want to play on here? Sure. Which one is The Birds of Prey? That's the Harley Quinn. Quinn. So from Suicide Squad. Okay. Ewan McGregor as the Black Mask. Okay, I got my number. Um, Give me one second. I have mine. Uh, Andy, are you ready? I am. It's a Birds of Prey. Andy, what say you? I say let's run it back with 55. Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. Hold on, I messed up the keyboard. Oh, cheating. Tony Katz, what say you? 67%. <laughs> Pretty fair. Uh, I gave it a 48. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, we're all we're all in a similar range here. So. Yeah, we're all within a twenty percent, less than twenty percent chance. I mean, you just got to remember range. that this is a sequel to Suicide Squad, which was already pretty bad. Which is a very bad movie. Yeah, and they're saying it's good, but well, no one's saying anything yet. No, I saw the <laughs> reviews are good. Well, then there'd be reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I gave it a forty-eight. There's been three people who said it's okay. One of them was Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next, we have The Lodge. Eighty percent. Yeah, nice little horror movie. Um, so this doesn't have Dennis Quaid, is it? It's a horror movie, huh, Andy? Yeah, from Neon Studio. Bone chilling nightmare from the directors of Goodnight Mommy. The Lodge follows a family who retreat to their remote winter cabin cabin for the holidays. When the father is forced to abruptly depart for work, he leaves his children. Eighty uh, percent. Yeah. Sounds That's pretty not the interesting. Right I just said a horror movie in the in the seventies or like anything above like in the eighties is good. And here we are finding stumbling yeah. upon one that's eighty percent. So Alicia Silverstone's in it. Yeah, that's exciting because she's not in a whole lot anymore. You ever see Clueless people? Of course. I don't know uh, the what was the last movie she was in? Clueless? Batman and Robin. Okay. Who is this? Two thousand Alicia Silverstone. Who does she play in Batman and Robin? The girl. She's like Alfred's niece. Yeah, she's, sure, she's the girl. Oh yeah, who's the other girl in that? Uh, uh, Uma Thurman. Name? Yeah, she's uh, oh, Poison okay. Ivy. I'm, I'm thinking of the one with the Riddler. Drew Barrymore. No, it's uh, Nicole what's her Kidman. Name? Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Was Drew Barrymore in any of those? She was. She was in Batman Forever, but a very small role. She was like two faces, like girl henchman. Hmm. Yeah, it's a very small role. That was Jim Carrey's breakout role. I don't think I'm so. Kidding. <laughs> All right, well, the lodge eighty percent—that's pretty, uh, pretty respectable. Next, I this one I don't like the sound of. Uh, Come to Daddy, ninety-one oh, percent. Yeah. Yeah, looks good. Just make you think of a uh, another horror movie. Your buddy so, Turtle, Elijah Wood. Wow, so another horror movie in the nineties this time. They're just trying to show up. What I was. This just seems saying. more silly, you know. Ninety-one percent doesn't seem silly so. To me, the Andy. first couple of words in this uh, info for it is a privileged man-child. Pretty good. Arrives at a beautiful and remote coastal cabin of his estranged father, who he hasn't seen for 30 years. Yeah, interesting enough. Uh, Saban Films. Saban? Yeah, Nick Saban Films. <laughs> I like Saban. Uh, it probably 90- is Saban. I think that's the Power Rangers company. Yeah, 91%. Japanese. Pretty good. All right, uh, and then we danced. 92%. Got to be a documentary. I don't know this one. Yeah, no one does. Oh, it's like a Russian movie or something, probably. Yeah, right? uh, Levin Galbakani. I think I said that right. I'm proud of myself. I don't have I don't have a clue if it is or not. It is a uh, Eastern European movie. Yeah, I, I don't. That's enough of that. And then uh, Pandora and the Flying Dutchman. This is like an old movie. I looked this one up. It's a black and white. What what is yeah, this? They like, like a, restored it. It's like an old made a hundred years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly that. All right. Well, those are your movies. Nothing uh too uh crazy, I guess. Uh a couple of good ones in there. All right, well, should we get into what we've been watching? Sure. I'll uh I'll go really quick because I only have one and Andy already saw it. Uh I saw Bad Boys for Life. I didn't see Bad Boys for Life. It was uh, Joe and Turtle that saw it. That's right. I thought we talked about it on the pod. Um, so it got a 77%, and I think that's right on par. I think it was really good for being, you know, 41 years after the second one came out. <laughs> um, it was funny. It had its moments. It wasn't hilarious. Not that any of them really are. But it, uh, and I mean, it wasn't going to top my, one of my favorite like lines from the second one is when the captain's like, "Gee, how are they going to fuck up my day today?" He's like, "Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Mike. How you doing?" I. It's just <laughs> funny hearing him say it. I uh, didn't have much uh, on that side of it. He uh, was in it though, the captain, right, Joey? Yeah, Pantaloniano. Yeah, he's yeah. in it. Uh, That's good. He, he should be retired. You would think. You would think that all of them are retired. Well, that's not what it's about. Is Martin Lawrence is retiring? Yeah, he always is. Well, retiring, I mean, he though. was always yeah retiring. But this why guy does was... a cop always have to be too old for it? 
but he's still in it. Cops usually retire at like fifty five, so they really are like. Yeah, my my stepdad he retired in his early fifties. Yeah, but, but Martin Lawrence but in two thousand and three was thirty. You, you go into private old. security afterwards. But he he came into this because a lot of those guys yeah. come into the scene when they're in their probably their early twenties or something, yeah. and then you end up you retiring in your mid fifties, and yeah, and you're in your thirties. I mean, the thirty years of doing it. Some of them go wild. Dude, my buddy's uh, my buddy's dad, family friend, he was like the oldest running Santa Ana motor cop. He was doing it all the way up until he was like 65. Yeah, so these movies are never that accurate, I feel like. They just there's always that one guy who's too old for it, Danny Glover. <laughs> uh, but it was enjoyable. I did I did like a lot of little pieces of it. Um it didn't feel too long or anything like that. Um So unlike Bad Boys 2, which was too long. I don't think so. I like Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2 has like nine ends endings, it seems like. See, it's like two hours and 45 minutes. But I, I should also tell you that when I watch Bad Boys 2 now... You watch pieces of it, right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm walking into the kitchen to make a sandwich and coming back to it that I left on. It's a long fucking movie. As someone who just watched it like Is it 235? It's really long. Like the the whole Cuba scene is like, how are they... How is the movie not over? Like, like I'm glad they went to Cuba... Because it's fun and also it's stupid because somehow, uh, what's the U.S. base? Guantanamo Bay is right next to the city. <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like, they don't give a shit. It wasn't a city. It was like a, just a bunch of sheet metal. No, they were in a town and then they drive into that hillside village. Where they like make the, heroin you know, or something. Yeah, and then they're in Guantanamo Bay. It's like, it doesn't work that way. But Michael you know, Bay doesn't give a shit about fucking Hey, geography. Michael Bay you know, broke into Alcatraz and that was... You know, geographically correct. It's true. And I mean, those kind of movies are perfect for him. I think this one is as well. Well, Um, he didn't do this one. I know. But uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's a perfect leave it on Netflix kind of thing. Um, I liked that it didn't do too much of, hey, look what we're doing. Like, how fun is this for everyone to watch us act together again? Which I feel like a lot of sequels that are 100 years apart do. Because they mostly just run into each other at charity events and say, hey, you want to make another one of those movies that did really well because it was fun to talk with you, like, offset? This one didn't have that. Well, they are going to make Bad Boys 4. You're lying. No, they said that. Why? It's just done so well, which is kind of funny because this one seems like, oh, they're building it to be, oh, this is the last one. Oh, you know what? They did do a teaser at the end. Yeah. But I, I always Thanos said- came out. He's like, oh. <laughs> like in... The Avengers. Oh my Fuck god! Is Thanos. Yeah, Thanos is the bad guy from the. You guys are Josh Brolin. Are you guys are water? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a water called Thanos. No. Okay. <laughs> no. To explain to everyone, this water bottle knows, comes out at the end of the first Avengers. <laughs> me. Thanos so is like, ah, oh, shit. And then it's like teasing for he wouldn't show up again in a real movie till 2018. Thanos was a. Uh... He was Sean Connery. Yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's what it was. He doesn't actually say that. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I'll take the tits now. <laughs> but it's a good setup. That's the, one of the best, better teasers, I'd say, of all time. They knew in advance, like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the bad guy 19 years from now. Well, we got to set him up now. So the difference between number two and number three for bad boys, number two is that guy who always plays a guy named Diego who's a bad drug dealer. He doesn't fight. He'll t- hold an Uzi. And he'll do a lot of cocaine, but he does not fight with his hands. Oh, no, but he shoots the guy in the head and he goes, oh, mama, I don't know what happened. Yeah, he fell. Very sad. (laughs) It's very good. What is that from? So for Bad Boys 2, he shoots one of his his guards and then his chubby mom from, like, what was she from? (laughs) Like, sees candy, comes running to the, the balcony upstairs. Carlos, what happened? Or something. And he shoots himself, mama. Very sad. Uh, oh, write something to his mama. He's like, I will. Uh, I've never seen that. Funny, funny dumb shit like that. And this, uh, I don't know why we started talking about that. I was saying he didn't fight. This new one, you could just tell these guys were like, oh, you know what? I want this to be like a mixture of born. Because yeah. he, there's a Mexican dude who's a bad guy. And He's like a mixture of the Mexican dudes from Breaking Bad, those twin like oh, demon yeah. guys, uh, meets Jason Bourne. All right. So they, have some, they can deal with someone. I don't see uh, Martin Lawrence doing a lot of hand-to-hand combat either. So. Oh, absolutely not. And they do a, a pretty good juxtaposition of 
and it's in the trailers of Will Smith getting ready for his day versus Martin Lawrence getting ready for oh, his yeah. day, and it involves you know him shifting his Ferrari while Martin Lawrence is shifting his uh, Lazy Boy recliner into the uh, you know recline position. Little things like that that were uh, you know haha moments, but I, I'm curious in what's going to happen with a fourth yeah. because Martin Lawrence is retired. Eventually, well, they can always bring you back. That's how it works, I guess. And yeah, uh, just in case it wasn't said, they did bring back Reggie, and you can just tell. Oh no, he's not an actor anymore. Uh, <laughs> like he had even less lines in this one, but it I, was it was really cool. I hate to did. ask, but do they need any like computer hacking needs in this movie? No, John Sally's not in God it. God damn! <laughs> that's that's. What are you doing? What are you doing, guys? Yeah, I mean, how hard... He's not expensive, you know? How do you not bring him back? I will say this, and this was a a bummer for me, but I think because these guys are Middle Eastern, DJ Khaled's in it. Well, you know, you gotta do something. DJ Khaled's everywhere. (laughs) But I'm happy to say I I didn't spot Pitbull, so it's not too... I'm pleased with that report. Miami... (laughs) Uh, was there a Nelly song written for this movie at all? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's usually important. Brought him out of hiding. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to scroll through here to see Reggie just to confirm he doesn't do any acting anymore. Um, but if you guys want to uh, go, and I'll just jump in when I find yeah, it. I'll, I'll go, because the stuff I was watching, it wasn't... Uh, really, I haven't been watching like too much stuff lately. I know the last few weeks, it's like very repetitive with me, where it's like, oh, I haven't really watched... Something oh, I'll watch. Can the I assign you stuff. something? No, I want to. What? Finish what you're saying. Okay, but uh, this week was kind of like some uh, attempts at watching <laughs> some of those nights where you know you had a good night with your buddies and you come home like not ready for bed yet, so you just lounge on the couch. So that happened a couple times this past week. One of them a movie I've seen before. One of them a movie I haven't. And the one that I haven't seen before was. The live-action Lion King. It's on yeah, Disney Plus Disney now. Plus, yeah. So I threw that on, and I got a little bored. So I just wanted... I, I had to do it to myself. I wanted to fast-forward to the scene where Scar kills Mufasa. Sorry if you guys listening don't know that happened. Shit. Spoiler from, like, 1994. But I hate it. I just didn't like it. I couldn't get... I don't know if it was because I had a good buzz going or what, but I just couldn't get emotionally into it because I thought it was a shit scene. There's, I heard there's no emotion in the lion. Th- there's so. not. So what happens is... He's climbing up, Mufasa's climbing up, and then Scar, who, by the way, looks nothing like Scar. He looks like a lion that's on heroin. He does not look like the Scar, like the dark look, like the the Scar, and like the, yeah, what's up, I'm Scar. It's more like the, he just looks like he's cracked out. So he goes up there, Mufasa goes up there, he grabs him, and he's just like, long live the king, and throws him off. And I was just like, I almost laughed more than it got us sad. Cause it's like in the in the cartoon, it's like he sticks his claws in him and he looks at him and he's like basically tells him like, "Your time is coming to an end." Like, yeah. this is like I forget what he says to him too in that uh, before Long Live the King, but he says like something else, and it is more like emotional, like "Holy shit, he's gonna do this!" And then he throws him off, and it's like, "Oh no!" But it's like with this, it's like I just couldn't even I couldn't even get into it if I wanted to. It was just like it was just such a weak scene, and then. After that, obviously, I didn't continue to watch anymore. I didn't care. So I'm basically just reporting back for that that scene. But uh, then another movie I threw on was Another Night in the Week. I don't remember what night it was. I think it was Wednesday night. I decided to throw on. A, I saw that Paranormal Activity had come to Netflix. All right, and I've only, seen, I've only seen the first one once. I've seen the second one like two or three times. But I've seen the first one once. And... <laughs> I turned it on. It's probably about midnight. You know, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's a, that's a bad time to start it. Wow. It's it's a work night. Braver so it's, than I am. It's a work night. So I'm usually up these days around like six thirty. And uh, <clears throat> but again, I, I was just like, I'm probably not going to finish it. I'll just turn it on. <clears throat> it's about midnight. Kicking back. I'm watching it. I started fast forwarding a little bit because I was like, okay, I got to get to some decent scenes here. And again, this was a night after a little. Wine Wednesday, if you will. And uh, I'm laying back, watching. Next thing you know, I open my eyes. It's 4.45 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Missed the entire movie. Uh, was like, shit, I have to be up in less than two hours for work. <laughs> and it was just like, 
darn it. Because it's like you're not going to get that like really good sleep. I mean, how I pass out on the couch for four and a half hours is still beyond me. Because usually I'm one of those guys that like if I'm not like really comfortable, I'll like wake up a few times like in the middle of the night. Especially if I'm sleeping on like a couch or something. But yeah, I don't know. So that was my movie experience for the week. Nothing, nothing crazy. Very good. So before you go, Andy. Okay. I looked him up. Dennis Green, Reggie. Not any other movies. So just Bad Boys from well, 2003. Coach on a card. <laughs> Bad Boys 2. Uh, or Bad Boys 2, rather, for 2003. And Bad Boys for Life in 2020. So is he even an actor? No. no. He, he was a child actor. Who uh, A child. He's probably you know, 18 years old. But uh, it showed that he didn't. They probably had some more scenes for him, you know. But they definitely got to poke fun at that one, uh, you know, encounter they had yeah. with him. Bringing it back. It's very good. Andy, you may go. So I'd like to assign Tony a, a, a show to watch. Yeah, homework. Oh, a show. Yeah. You should watch uh, that Mick Millions. It's a HBO. Ooh, I want to watch. That's out. Yeah, it came oh. out yesterday. It's a documentary. It's, well, it's like, there's like four episodes or something. Documentary about how the people cheated the McDonald's Monopoly game. Ooh. I feel like something you might like. I, I, I wanted to watch that. Like I didn't know that was out yet. <clears throat> yeah, I think it comes out on Mondays. Okay. And it's like four weeks of it or something. I don't know how you'd get four hours of that. You know, but. you know what the other thing is I remember like speaking of those like games where you had to like get certain things. As, uh, do you remember with like Lunchables when they did like the Cartoon Network thing where you had to like no. spell Cartoon Network and it was like it was like the N or something was like impossible to find. There was probably like yeah. six in the world. They were like the Willy Wonka golden tickets or something. But you know about that thing with the Monopoly game where the so guy I, who won cheated it like the entire time? Uh-uh. So I don't know. How do you even cheat it? He, he, had, he was the guy who like manufactured them or something. He was giving them to his family or something like that. Oh, shit. I don't you should watch the thing. He was like the security guard. Yeah. He, was a, he was a retired police officer or something like that. How long ago was this? They 10 said, years ago? Well, they said, yeah, from like 1980 to 2001, nobody won but people he allowed to win or something. So what... Uh, what... um. Do they still do that? Yeah, I think they do. Cool. I never got into the Monopoly stuff. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I didn't go to McDonald's that much. Yeah, exactly. I don't really like McDonald's. I won fifteen dollars once. Like, it was like instant win. I'm like, fuck, this is amazing. Where That's would you go easy. collect your money? You only win like hash at brands. McDonald's. Yeah. Oh shit! It's like <laughs> you're going back, to the like, fucking oh, yeah, empty the register. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, Andy, what are you watching? I watched a, a couple of movies. First one. Alita Battle Angel, now on HBO. <laughs> um, this is a uh, Japanese comic from the 90s. James Cameron has been wanting to adapt it for years, but it's one of those things where like, James Cameron's like, the technology isn't ready. And he's like, it was like he was going to make it right after ta- Titanic. And then he's like, nah, never mind. I'm going to go deep sea diving in my submarine or something. Um, and then he's like, well, I'll make Avatar instead. And, you know, now Avatar 2 is being made. So, eventually this movie went over to Robert Rodriguez, who I really enjoy his work, so I'm fine with that. Screenplay is still by James Cameron. Um, This movie got, like, I think this got, like, a 58 or something. It was one of those things where it's like, ah, it's not that good, but it's not terrible. And that's really lines up where it's got some really cool visual things. It's got some fun actors. Christoph Waltz. Um, Love that. Jennifer Conley, Mahersha Ali. Um, just fun people. I like. I, I always enjoy seeing Christoph Waltz as a good guy. It's funny that he's introduced as a bad guy to us, and he was amazing, won an Oscar, but it's fun to have him on your side, I feel like. He's just a really good actor. Like, you, you want him on your team. Because he can do it on both sides. Yeah, but I feel like you want him on your team because you can... What did he win the Oscar for? Uh, Inglorious Bastards. Did he? Was supporting? Yeah. Good for him. Um but yeah, just really, really cool visual um, action stuff where like a lot of the action stuff was animated in a sense. It was cool that it's like it's like live action, but also animated at the same time where it's this dystopian future where there's the poor city. And then, I mean, it's kind of like the, the movie Elysium, if you saw it, where it's like there's a city in the sky that's like where the rich people are and the people want to go there, but you never actually see it. Um, and the director of Elysium was like, I never even read that comic. I didn't rip it off because I, I had that same thought. It's like, this is that same thing. Um, but the movie didn't do, do all that well. It's not necessarily a flop, but it didn't make money. 
And at the end of the movie, because there's like a, a bad guy you don't ever see, and like Mahershala Ali is his like henchman. So at the end of the movie, like she's like calling that guy out because he's in a city, he's in this big city in the sky. And he puts down his sunglasses, and it's like a real like big time actor, like setting up a sequel. And it's mm. like, I don't know if that sequel's ever gonna get made. <laughs> that sucks for that guy. He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna be the main bad guy in this series. And you'll only show me at the very last scene. Oh, I'm, I'm into that, you know, like Thanos. It's one of those setups, but I don't think there's going to be a sequel. <laughs> um, but still worthwhile to watch. I I also watched Bumblebee, which is on Amazon Prime. This is you a, skipped the Clipper game last night to watch this, by the way. Yeah, well, I watched half of Bumblebee on <laughs> Sunday night, Super Bowl night, and then Super you know, Bowl night, huh, Andy? I saw you Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I can't believe there was a Super Bowl night for you. Well, there wasn't. That's <laughs> so you I, watched the second half of a movie. You don't remember the first half. No, of. no, no. I remember the first half, but I was like, I'm too tired. I, I can't finish this. Um, but this is a prequel to the Transformer series, which I'm not a fan of. But okay, so I was actually thinking of a real Bumblebee. I was thinking of uh, what? Honestly, when you said Bumblebee, I was thinking of like Senor Bumblebee from like <laughs> The Simpsons. Oh no, my it's the god, car, the yellow car that Shia LaBeouf <laughs> I get drives. That now. Yeah. Um, this one doesn't have Shia LaBeouf because it's a prequel. So Bumblebee lands in the uh, somewhere around the Bay Area in the 80s. Is this the one with uh, John Cena? Yes. Okay. I saw this too. Yeah. You saw it? I watched it a while ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, good 80s movie. I like that part of it. They really leaned into it. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Good soundtrack. 80s are so hot right now. Yeah. Just like they really they really nailed it. Especially it's not just like you're the same 80s music you hear all the time it's different types of stuff and you know that really got to me um and it's also just because you're an 80s baby yeah you know I, I like all those things where it's like high school movies where it's like oh that kid's kind of a you know an outcast and then oh there's this stuff and you know i'm sucker for that stuff as well <laughs> i don't care for cars or any of that shit yeah not um, in the same way i'm not a, i'm so i never, never transformers always just a fucking mess to me just like okay fucking cars flying and <laughs> shit but, uh, it's Elon I, Musk's future. Yeah, I think this actually, the car, the Transformer action was actually pretty good because it was really like physical and it wasn't like 11 Transformers at once because it was just him and like there were two other bad Transformers. And it was like, they were like really fighting, like punching and stuff and doing like karate moves rather than just like fucking missiles and dumb shit that you can't see what's going on. So I like that. It was kind of like, it was like Jason Bourne as a Transformer. Hmm. Like he would do like cool moves. Like, yeah, the fighting scenes with these cars were yeah. different. So it, it it it's definitely it's the highest rated Transformers movie, I think by far, <laughs> but also the lowest grossing, but has a low budget as well. Yeah. So what you have to ask yourself in a studio, obviously, is going to go towards whatever makes more money. But what's better, making a movie that's loud and dumb, or making a movie that's loud and smart? Yeah, or and you're spending a little bit less money because there's less action involved, less uh, dumb cars that need to explode, mm-hmm. um, less of these action scenes, and more character development. You're going to spend less money, but you know you're not going to make as much revenue, but maybe make make more profit. And I don't know. And I think they needed to do this because nobody wanted to watch another Transformers because those no. those Mark Wahlberg ones were just just horrible. I liked the first one. Yeah, the first one's fun. But Had the dad. You don't know his name, but yeah. s- he's always a dad, and he's. He looks really nice. Like he, I think he is. Any he heavyweights? No, he's not. No, that's a different no. guy. But uh, yeah, John Cena didn't do it for me in this movie. I really he doesn't do him. it in any movie. I enjoyed him in other stuff. <laughs> I mean, he's blockers barely on a cusp of being likable in blockers. I, I've liked him in other stuff. This one is just he's didn't. he's too like Kevin Hart. All he has is I'm short. All John Cena has is well, I'm going to be a this really gigantic nerd dad and that's funny i like it doesn't that. happen this though. he's just a military guy and it's like he doesn't have funny things to do isn't he a dick in it in the first like yeah. scene he's an asshole yeah he's just kind of military asshole which is like a lot of the, the same roles from the first one it's like eh, it's not a good role for him there's also something that happened in the movie that i just hate movies do this cliche where you know like the good guys like being like about to be killed by the bad guy and it's like okay why don't you just do it already and then the good guy gets like one shot off and the bad guy's like, oh, you missed. And then, like, doesn't do anything. And he's like, turn around. And the person turns around and they actually like, shot a hole in a wall or something. And it falls on And him. it's like, 
How about when instead of laughing, oh, you missed, you just finish them right there. And then their plan didn't work. Well, then the movie would be over. I know. It, it just, wouldn't be a movie. It's always so dumb. They always do, oh, you missed. And it's like, shot of redemption. Actually, Andy. I had a bomb in that bullet, and now it's going to blow up the chandelier that'll fall on you. And it's like, uh, just fucking dumb. <laughs> Stop doing that cliche. Well, then they can't do it. I'd stop doing that cliche. You want to see a failed version of, you know, any movie with Mark Wahlberg? (laughs) Oh, ridiculous. Well, is that going to wrap up what you've been watching? Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a jam-packed, solid episode. Yeah, we definitely uh, did what we do best, which is ramble. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes us so beautiful. Tune in next week when we talk about post offices. But this has been episode 156 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Bumblebee Andy. Thank you. And the Tony Cats. Thank you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you later.